Welcome to Maximized Living with Dr. Rosie May, a teaching ministry designed to encourage you to seek a healthy lifestyle through nutrition, time, and stress management. We hope to emphasize the importance of honoring the vessel God has given us stewardship over, our bodies, the temple of the Holy Spirit. Here now is Dr. Rosie. Welcome to Max Loving Radio. This is Dr. Rosie Main coming to you every week to start changing your life from the inside out. We here love just uh, helping you um, because many times people don't live that potential that God created them for. And so our focus and our mission in our office is to always strive to help people just find answers to their health. And many times people are on all these medications and today we want to talk about statin drugs and the side effects and uh, for many of you that have been listening to me uh, for many years here I uh, have a passion for just helping people because of the circumstances that I have been through uh, losing unfortunately my mom my sister through diabetes and now my dad suffers from Um, damage from uh, heart disease and uh, has had a stroke and is paralyzed and so many times um, uh, we can relate to this because uh, it's something that's very common it's not normal but people are not living to their potential and so I come here each week trying to just help you with solutions and I'm a chiropractor in town my office is called Maine Health Solutions and I am in Meridian and if you have questions while listening to the show, you can always call me. My number is 208-859-6170. And so um, why do I want to talk about statin drugs is that um, because of the fact that my my dad was on these medications for many years and unfortunately never changed his lifestyle and um, suffered from the sequela of um, problems with cardiovascular issues. And it is right now uh, set to be the most uh, prescribed medication, and um, they are used, and many of you know, uh, they're used to lower your bad cholesterol level, supposedly reduce your risk of cardiovascular disease, uh, heart attacks, and stroke, but that didn't happen with my dad, actually. It um, you know, created issues, and so uh, drugs are never the solution. There's a time and place for medications, but the reality is it is not the solution. We want to go back and find the cause of your problems and start doing something about it and taking action. And so there's a Proverbs in the Bible called Proverbs 14, 12, and it says, there's a way that seems right to man, but in the end, it's a way to death. And in our culture, we truly believe that, you know, um, drugs sometimes are what we need, and that is a stinking lie, that God doesn't make junk, and there are things that people need to start doing to start overcoming some of their health issues, and so we want to talk about um, this uh, today and understand, um, you know, how they work, these these drugs, and what are the risk factors, and um, what it's uh, damaging in our body if you just continue to take these medications. And I really believe that, you know, you need to talk to your physician. Of course, you know, I'm a chiropractor. I'm not going to tell you whether, um, you know, uh, that you that you need to get off these medications. That would be against my 
um, license, but I am going to tell you that there are other things that can be done to try to help start changing your circumstance with your cardiovascular health. And um, so what are statin drugs? I mean, basically statins are a type of medication that is commonly used to lower LDL, which is a low density lipoprotein or what is called the bad cholesterol. And um, it's uh, said to uh, help uh, decrease the risk of uh, cardiovascular disease and stroke. And there's seven types of statin drugs available right now in the market. Uh, and these statins are uh, commonly prescribed. Um, and basically, uh, a lot of this, uh, ba if you understand the why, then you can understand the how to start changing the why. Um, and how do statin drugs work is that they uh, literally uh, will uh, start um, preventing your own body to produce cholesterol. And I'm not going to talk about all the, uh, you know, the mechanisms or anything, but I do want you to know that as the statin drug comes in, it um, will decrease um, the ability for your body to produce uh, this cholesterol, but at the same time, it also will uh, decrease um, CoQ10, which I want to talk about. Uh, some of the um, major side effects of these drugs will include things such as headaches and muscle aches and difficulty sleeping, drowsiness, uh, skin flushing, rashes, the list goes on and on. And so all these side effects um, also increase your risk of diabetes and skin conditions. And so there has been many studies um, saying that, that uh, statin drugs can also increase the risk of staph um, infections and those with diabetes. That's not a good thing. So um, some of the other um, less common effects will be hair loss and liver inflammation and pancreatic inflammation, um, neuropathies. So um, just look up the medication and you can find the side effects. But um, the bigger thing is that these risk factors are pretty straightforward and are commonly mentioned by doctors. However, Despite research evidence, vitamin D deficiency, deficiency is relatively less known risk factor. And so some of these um, statin um, drugs will also decrease the absorption of vitamins. And again, like I said, it blocks synthesis of CoQ10, which is uh, one of those things that uh, can be um, very bad because a deficiency of CoQ10 and mitochondrial dysfunction are associated with uh, um, fatigue, worsening memory, brain degeneration, diabetes, neuropathy, and uh, just high levels of inflammation. So we need CoQ10. And uh, one of the biggest damaging things of um, taking statin drugs continuously is what I see in my office a lot. And as a um, functional medicine practitioner, I uh, get to see a lot of lab work and what we're seeing is damage of the mitochondrial function. So your mitochondria are basically the powerhouse of your cells and they're unique organelles found in every cell of your body and uh, it contains its own DNA and your mitochondria will generate most of the cellular energy in your body called ATP. So when your mitochondria are not functioning 
right, then it can cause problems throughout your body and uh, you'll have uh, a lot of major um, issues with uh, cellular respiration or cellular energy production. Um, you're going to have problems with, uh, you know, just the way you feel with lack of energy. So one of the major uh, problems with statin drugs is that they damage this mitochondrial function. And uh, so many times, again, uh, the coenzyme uh, CoQ10 plays an important role in this mitochondrial respiratory chain, and a deficiency of CoQ10 may uh, thus uh, result in mitochondrial dysfunction when using these uh, medications. So um, we want to just look at now what are some of the solutions if you do have issues with LDL, if you do have issues um, with your cardiovascular health, what are the things that maybe you should start thinking about changing? And again, so if you're listening now, my name is Dr. Rosie Main. I'm a chiropractor here in town in Meridian. My office is called Main Health Solutions. And if you do have questions throughout the show, you can uh, give me a call, 208-859-6170. Um, and so uh, we always offer you the opportunity if you do want to do a consultation in my office we do an offer of uh, sitting down and seeing what we can do for your health and we do that initial consult typically it's 180 we do it for only $40 and you can call me my number is 208-859-6170 so is high cholesterol really a problem and I think that's the answer we need to um, really uh, digest here. So uh, we um, have been told, um, you know, when we talk about statin drugs, that's important that you understand that cholesterol is um, what it is and whether high cholesterol is actually bad. And what I want to clarify right now is that cholesterol is not really the problem here. The body uh, creates uh, cholesterol. You actually form this in your uh, liver. It's um, cholesterol is a lipid, which uh, it's a fatty substance. It includes um, uh, cholesterol, uh, triglycerides, high-density lipoprotein, um, and uh, LDL, which is low-density lipoprotein and very low-density lipoprotein as well. And dyslipidemia means that your lipid levels are at a normal range. So if you have hypercholesterolemia, an increase in cholesterol, on hypertriglyceremia, uh, uh, which is an increase in triglycerides. Um, so um, you want to look at cholesterol levels as um, they're critical for your health, but they're important for your brain. Cholesterol is important for your nervous system. Uh, your cognitive function, your hormonal health. You need cholesterol to form hormones. Um, cholesterol is also imperative for digestion and the transportation of fat-soluble uh, nutrients. So LDL, which is considered the bad, uh, the primary role is actually to transport cholesterol and fat-soluble nutrients into the cell. So while LDL cholesterol is generally considered bad cholesterol, the issue is more complex than that. And so the truth is that there are m more than just one type of LDL particles. Uh, they differ in size. And this is what um, sometimes doctors don't get into is that uh, the size or the particle size um, determines if your LDL is either bad 
or um, not bad. And um, your LDL levels may also be increased because of poor thyroid activity. So this is another thing that we check as functional medical um, um, practitioners that, you know, the, the fact is, is that T3 helps to sensitize the LDL receptors of your cell membranes. So the lower the T3 activity can cause an increase in LDL cholesterol. And that's the problem, that sometimes people are not actually converting their um, T4 into T3 um, because of different uh, factors, whether it be uh, your gut issues. And so there's many things that, that can happen with that, but we want to make sure we get to the actual cause and actually find out whether your LDL um, is, um, you know, coming from small LDL particles or large. Um, the pattern A uh, versus the pattern B. Pattern A LDL refers to the larger particles that can carry more fat, soluble nutrients, and antioxidants. And this is what you want. Pattern A actually offers cardioprotective benefits and helps to reduce your insulin and um, uh, A1C levels. But pattern B is the one that we need to be aware of. Of, um, which is the smaller particles that are more prone to oxidation. So it's associated with higher risk of uh, cardiovascular disease, higher fasting and insulin, higher uh, A1C levels. So the NMR test is what you want to request from your doctor, and it can help us to look at the size of the LDL particles in your body. And uh, you, um, you want to make sure you discuss this with your practitioner or find somebody, um, you know, that, like we do uh, functional uh, medical testing when it comes to these um, uh, numbers, uh, you want to know uh, them specifically and then what to do about them. See, the other uh, cholesterol that um, we're uh, confused about is the VLDL cholesterol, which helps to transport triglycerides to your tissues. So again, triglycerides make VLDL, which is a denser uh, one than LDL, and it's also um, you know, can, can pertain to um, a lot of uh, information that we can get from what's happening with your body. And then lastly, we have the HDL cholesterol, which um, we uh, want it to be around at 45 to 50% protein. Um, HDL cholesterol helps to clean up the LDL particles, so you want this kind of uh, cholesterol. And um, it also helps clean up the LDL um, which is um, important because of its um, helps decrease that oxidation, specifically the smaller particles. So um, a lot of these uh, ratios are what's important. And when you're looking at cholesterol levels, the most important thing to look at is balance ratio of LDL and HDL cholesterol. And also high ratios often indicate insulin resistance. And that high fasting insulin levels um, and the risk of chronic inflammation and uh, health issues are also involved. So now what are some of those support strategies uh, to help healing from the side effects or uh, uh, from cardiovascular issues or from the side effects of the drug? So if you are taking a statin drug, I recommend some natural support strategies. Um, specifically, number one is start uh, taking uh, action on an anti-inflammatory nutrition plan. So uh, most of the 
issues of people today is that we are inundated with just processed foods that have um, high inflammatory um, uh, issues and so the number one thing is start changing your diet so if your goal is to stop relying on statin drugs i would recommend that you talk with your doctor and make it a plan that's right for your health and and reducing your inflammation levels is um is key we're actually doing a workshop um next month uh, just on that on uh, inflammation and what you can start doing and so one of those uh, things is uh, you want to just uh, literally in summary first cut out all refined sugar refined oils gluten conventionally raised dairy conventionally raised and processed meat Anything that's artificial, um, we say God food versus um, man food. So anything that's not God food, just get rid of it. Additives, uh, food allergens, junk food, highly processed food um, uh, that uh, is just literally not food. Um, and instead of uh, start choosing God food, which are which is um, eating a diet that's rich in greens or vegetables, low glycemic index foods, uh, herbs and spices, fermented foods, grass-fed beef. Um, you know we have grass-fed butter, ghee, uh, pasture-raised poultry and eggs, wild-caught fish, seafood, and and wild game. And I recommend that you choose organic whenever possible. I know that some people are not. Um, able to do 100%, but start uh, uh, looking at more affordable options. It's critical that you always follow the rule of the 30 dozen and clean 15, and, and that's really a logical list. I mean, if it if it's a um, has appeal that you eat, you're probably more uh, likely to have it organic. If there's appeal that you don't eat, it's probably not as necessary uh, to have organic, but it would be beneficial if you could. So, um, you know, just try to choose organic when possible. And if it's on the Clean 15 list, organic is still ideal, but if it's not available, you may choose a non-organic. And if your produce is not organic, make sure that you wash it very well and peel it if possible. And if it's something you can't peel like greens or herbs or organic, uh, it's the best choice to to learn more about, you know, some of these things. You can actually go to EWG. Uh, which has a list of what these foods involved. And so um, another uh, recommendation we give our patients is getting on a ketotic or intermittent fasting uh, nutrition plan. And in 2021, there was a study that was published in Science Reports that found that a ketogenic diet can reduce inflammation and also um, found that intermittent fasting can increase, um, can decrease inflammation and reduce the risk of uh, disease. And so a lot of uh, these uh, diets, again, you want to follow the way it should. I think that sometimes ketogenic can, uh, for some people, uh, mean like just eat lots of bacon and lots of meat. And that's not necessarily a ketotic diet. Uh, It just involves um, a very high quality fat, non-toxic um, um, protein. Um, so low carb diet with carbohydrate levels probably about um, 10% of your um, uh, daily intake. Protein levels um, moderate at about 30 to 35%. And the key thing here is having fats 
that are non-toxic and high quality, uh, and that would be 55 to 60 percent of your calories. So, um, you know, you want to make sure you choose uh, doing it naturally. We teach the advanced plan in my office, which it doesn't really focus on all the numbers, but just going to eating those good um, non-anti-inflammatory nutrient-dense plan um, and uh, the right macronutrients. So, uh, following an anti-inflammatory real food, and this is I mean like God food, ketogenic diet that, that is rich in greens, vegetables, herbs, spices, again fermented foods, low glycemic index foods such as green apples and berries, healthy fats such as coconut oil, MCT oil, uh, organic ba- uh, grass-fed butter, again, avocados, we eat tons of avocados in our house, um, nuts and seeds, again, raw would be uh, the ones you would want to choose, and um, again, to start um, eating uh, more of the healthy fats, such as coconut oil, coconut butter, uh, we have coconut milk, uh, extra virgin olive oil, um, things such as uh, flax seeds, hemp seeds, chia seeds. So uh, there's so much um, that you can start doing. It's just start taking action. And then lastly here with intermittent fasting, it's just a strategy that cycles between periods of fasting um, and periods of eating within one day. So the whole intent uh, with intermittent fasting is you're simply extending this fasting window uh, where you are not uh, having um, uh, lots of food to deal with and it allows your body to heal. And so uh, it's not a caloric restriction or fad diet either. During your eating window, you will be eating nutrient-dense anti-inflammatory foods, but you're eating them in a block of time. So uh, if you're new to intermittent fasting, I recommend that you start with a simple fast, which is just uh, involves 12 hours of fasting, including your overnight sleep. So you start your fast after dinner and don't eat for 12 hours until breakfast. And then you gradually increase your fasting window until you find what feels uh, is best for your lifestyle. And most people with intermittent fasting uh, feel their best within, you know, a 16-hour fast, but I would just say start small and uh, work your way up as you go. I think the, the biggest thing too uh, is always uh, what I recommend for my patients with uh, cardiovascular issues is just reducing your stress as much as you can, improving your quality of sleep. I think this is by far the hardest one for me. Um, because, uh, you know, just uh, life gets um, in the way, business, practice, everything. And so, but again, if you uh, live a Christ-centered life, um, you know, you go back to just uh, relying on his strength. And uh, again, you do the best to have the best quality sleep. Um, you know, turn off the electronics at night. Um, you know, get rid of, again, the the alcohol as some people uh, drink and you know they're having lots of caffeine at the end of their night they're not going to engage in relaxing activities Um, so it's best to just get rid of all that take a relaxing bath or sip on herbal tea and just uh, make sure that you know you use blackout curtains uh, anything to that would distract you from not getting the best uh, sleep so Again, there's so many things that can be done. Uh, If you uh, are 
uh, right now wanting to reach out to see what you can do. Again, I'm a local chiropractor here in town. My name is Dr. Rosie Main. Uh, my um, practice is called Main Health Solutions. You can reach me at mainhealthsolutions.com or you can call me here at this number to make an appointment. Uh, my number is 208-859-6170 and we give you the offer right now to do that first consultation. Uh, and uh, that's typically $180 and we're doing it here for only $40 for the next uh, 10 callers. So give me a call. My number is 208-859-6170. Thank you for tuning in each week and God bless you and we'll talk to you next time. Be sure to join us again next time for another edition of Maximized Living with Dr. Rosie.